God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of all cuckoo stuff going on. Amen. We we would have already jumped in the service already, but we got a new system and the system just went upside down. So we can't use that. We got to stick with the tablet today. I'm excited about what God is doing today. My wife is speaking today, and I want to let you know that God's in control, and he knows about all the stuff that we're going through today. Uh, I want to start with devotion, but bow your head with me for a moment. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the time of worship and praise. We magnify your name for your goodness. I ask your name, my wife, for Today, use it for your glory that some lives would be touched, some lives would be encouraged to walk with you more. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, we bind the hand of the enemy on every hand from hindering the word of God today. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. This is the day. This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, come on. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. Oh, this is the day that the Lord God made. We will Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord God made. That's what you think about. This is the day that the Lord God made. Let us be going to be glad in it. This is something very interesting to say. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord God made. The Lord God made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. Well, this is the Lord God made. We will rejoice and be glad. Oh, this is your day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you. I will be glad and rejoice. I will be glad for another day. Hallelujah. 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 All of a sudden, I can't remember the song. <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. But listen, I want to sing one of the songs that the Lord gave me. It's called I'm Excited. It's a song that the Lord put in my heart. Why I was praying a year or so ago. It goes something like this. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited? What the Lord is doing? He's a great thing. He's a great thing. He's a great thing for me. Let's stop right now. Now listen to this real quick. 
You got to put yourself in that spot. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing because he's doing great things for me. You got to put yourself there. So let's start from the top. One, two, service. Immediately after service, uh, you can you can watch us on YouTube. You can uh, on the, well, you can look us to the Tabernacle Deliverance on X. Uh, um, used to be Twitter. You can find us under uh, um, Tabernacle underscore INC. Okay, and if you you can catch us on our podcast at tabernaclepodcast.org. Uh, if you want to support the ministry, we support two ways. Through prayer and financial, but we need prayer all the time. You could also send your prayer request to the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org, or leave a testimony, and you also could become a partner to help us financially. You can leave your love offerings, uh, send offerings to at the cash app, Pastor BL Wells, and tightly, you have to download tightly uh, uh, app, and then you can send it to the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. Or you can send a local offering or your prayer request to the mail that 
The Tabernacle Delivers Incorporated, P.O. Box. 535 West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. Right. Okay, sister, come on. Amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. Another day that God has blessed us with. Amen. Just going to bring this up here. Just get a little closer. Sometimes after someone else's uh, speaking, we have to kind of make some adjustments. <laughs> amen. 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 So truly, 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 it is an honor to be before you today. Praise God for another day. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance, INC, uh, Sunday evening service. Amen. I'm your host, Evangelist Maxine Wells. And we want to begin with a word of prayer, because prayer is important. It's been always been important, but even now so more as the times are even more wicked. It's, you know, it, it, you need to pray. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for another day, O oh God. We thank you. We ask you to forgive us our sins, O oh God. Cleanse our hearts from all unrighteousness. We thank you, O oh God, O oh God, for today, another day that you've given us. We thank you for the broadcast today. We thank you for those that are in the live out there in the live audience, live stream. Uh, we thank you for those that are here in the house of God. We truly, truly give your name the honor, glory, and the praise. Oh, God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We can't thank you enough. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, keep me, give me, and continue, oh, Lord, to give me the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to bring forth your word that someone may take it and tell someone else about your goodness. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are in before me, you are in the front. I am behind, oh, God. It's always about the Lord. It's always about you, oh God, and your word. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to sing this little song because it was while Pastor Wells was talking about waking up this morning, and I think the song came before that. So as I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus, just a little bit. It may not be on the but I woke up this morning with my mind Stay on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And then another part of it. Did you wake up this morning with your mind? Did you 
ministering the gospel. And we know that a minister, so a minister of various official of a religious or civil character, the pastor of a church, duly licensed to preach the gospel. Right? Mm -hmm. Let me start again. A minister is a various official of a religious and a civil character. So a religious organization. Right, the pastor of a church duly licensed to preach the gospel. Gospel means good news, the good news of Jesus Christ, the word of God, teaching the plan of salvation. Because we know that's important, the plan of salvation. That's important. That's part of our teaching, our preaching, our ministering is to tell others about the goodness of Jesus and offer the plan of salvation to that person. Amen. And now I got this uh, meaning from the King James Bible Dictionary. So um, just to let you know. All right, so we're going to begin with Ephesians chapter six. And it's from verses 11 to 18. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go through each verse. And then I'm gonna have other scriptures to uh, go along with uh, the different verses. Amen? So Ephesians chapter 6, we're beginning at verse 11. And this scripture is very, I mean, it's been taught, preached. The first verse, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We're in Ephesians beginning at the 11th verse. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. What does this mean to put on the whole arm of God? When it comes to ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ, we go through so much daily. However, when it comes to ministering of the gospel of Jesus Christ, once again, we must declare the goodness of Jesus Christ. Amen. The wiles of the devil means the tricks and deceit of, of the devil, of Satan. So that's why we have to put on the whole armor, right? A blessed prey, breastplate. Amen. And I'm going to go further into 
you know, what it means about putting all the whole, the whole armor of God. But the wild of the devil, there are the tricks. That's his job. People don't realize that we all have a job. Satan has a job also to trick you into believing something that is not true. <laughs> That's part of his job. And to take you from not going to eternal, when you go into eternal life, to heaven, but to take you to hell. Because he knows that in the end, that's where he's going to be forever and ever and ever. So he's going to take as much people as he can with him. That's his job. That's part of his job. So once again, tricks. There's so many different tricks out there. You may be in a relationship that you thought the person that the, the, the person that you're in that particular relationship with is a nice person. I don't know how else to say a nice person. Then you find out that was a lot of deceit. This person was not. This person was um, uh, after maybe your money, uh, you know, uh, after uh, to make you out to be um, a person you are a person that gives all the time. And to make you out to be a person that is, uh, I want to say cheap. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Because you don't want to continue to give them constantly, him or her rather, your finances. So tricks. The being, just again, once again, being deceitful. You know, sometimes a person will say, well, I have this and I have that. I you know, I'm accomplished in this, I'm accomplished in that, and they're really not. So that's being deceitful, right? Amen? It's a trick of the enemy. Or another trick, um, you know, you can have this particular, uh, say, job or um, home or anything, pretty much, if you do this. So if you you know, maybe at work, um, don't worry about it. You could take that money and nobody will know. And if you take that money, you see that all the time on the internet. You see it all the time in the news where someone stole from their employer. Amen? A trick of the enemy. Oh, you can take this. No one will know. Don't worry, there's no cameras. In the meantime, there's a big camera right, in, you know, right there. <laughs> Everything is being played on the camera. And when you play back the tape, there you are doing something deceitful. So that's the trick of the enemy, one of them. Amen? Or someone that is um, hooked on, have, you have an addiction. It could be anything. And it's okay. You could continue to do it. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. But God knows. Amen? He knows what you're doing. You know, even if someone else doesn't know, your family doesn't know, your spouse doesn't know, your friends do not know, um, it, it doesn't matter. God still knows because he knows our every move. Amen? Amen. So we're putting on the whole armor of God and ministering the gospel. That's part of ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Telling others about his goodness. 
All right, so we're going to go on to, we're in Ephesians. We're going to go to chapter, I mean, we're still in chapter 6, because we're doing Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 through 18. So we're going to go to verse 12. Amen? For we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, yes. but against principles against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Oh my gosh, this scripture is really, 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 this is a scripture that's really telling it like it is. Yes. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Now we not wrestled against flesh and blood. You know when a wrestler, when you see a wrestling match, right? That's flesh and blood, right? Because when they're fighting, it's two people fighting, and sometimes you see some blood, right? You see some blood. But we're talking about, it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So that's a spirit, and it's a spirit of the enemy. Yeah. Amen? But it says, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world. Now, the rulers of darkness, and I'm going to get back to principality, the rulers of darkness of this world, yes, Satan, he is a he's ruler, right? But however, you do have some rulers that are wicked, amen? You do. You have some that are wicked in other countries. And again, spiritual wickedness in high places, people that are in high places. You have presidents, right? Queens and kings, yeah. governors. I mean, each country, you have prime ministers, right? In high places. Those people are <clears throat> sometimes wicked. They are not fulfilling the law that they promised to, the, to fulfill when they took that oath. Amen? We're not talking about like the dictator, because sometimes some countries, they just take over. We're talking about, um, not only them, we're talking about men and women that are supposed to uphold the law, right? The law of the land. You're supposed to uphold the laws that are in the Bible also, but I'm talking about the laws of the land. Amen? So wrestling not against flesh and blood means this is not warfare against man, right? But the powers of Satan. So these people, they, you know, he'll go back to the tricks and deceit of the enemy, of the devil. You know, he tricks man into thinking that everything is okay and they can go ahead and do what they want to do when it comes to um, having power. They feel they can do the wrong thing. And I don't know, do they actually feel that they're doing the wrong thing? Or they feel I have this much power that I can do it. Amen? So principality, it means world rulers dominion. So world rulers that have dominion. Once again, dominion over a, a, a country. It also means an angelic power of good or evil. But how which means we're talking about evil, right? In this passage. Wicked rulers, once again, that have dominion. Rulers in various places, once again, and countries. 
spiritual wickedness. Amen? Spiritual wickedness. So if we go to John, I want to go to John 12 and 31. John 12 and 31. You have it. And it says, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Amen. So Jesus is speaking. Now, this is talking about the time when Satan is going to be cast out. Right? Because it says, now is the judgment of this world. When the time of judgment. Yes. When Jesus returns, the second coming. Remember the rapture, the second coming of Christ. He's going to return again. Now shall the prince of the prince, who's the prince of this world? Satan. He's going to be cast out. Remember, that's going to be it. He's going to be cast out. No more. Cast into the lake of in hell forever and ever and ever. So he wants to take as much <laughs> of this world as he can. Now, I may be smiling, but, I'm, but the reason why I am is to we want to let administer, once again, minister bring the gospel. We want to let the world know that Jesus is Lord and that you don't have to make some, they say your bed in heaven, your home is in heaven, because once you leave this earth physically, there's eternally, you're only either going to go to heaven or hell. Two places. You're not going to be in the middle floating around. No. <laughs> it's either one place or the other. Amen? So we want to make sure that we are living a life that is holy and acceptable unto God. Amen? Amen. And I know I would say amen because it's just, you know, you want to say so be it. So be the word of God, the true word of God. Amen. The word of God, that this is the word of God, that God gave man inspiration to, to, to write. Amen? Amen. These books were given to us so we can fulfill, so we can live a life before Christ. And be able to fulfill God, and God is able to fulfill His promises. Amen. Glory to God. So, going back to we wrestle not against not against flesh and blood. Once again, flesh and blood, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, um, just not you can't you can't see it. You can't. Sometimes, you can, but I'm talking about the. the Spiritual wickedness. Satan, certain things you just can't, you can't see. Some things are placed before you, but the spirit, sometimes you, you just, you can't see that. So you have to be in tune with God. You have to be in tune with his word. Um, you have to be praying. And sometimes, like certain uh, individuals during COVID, they couldn't pray. Not that they didn't want to. They couldn't read their Bibles. Not that they didn't want to. The mind was in a totally different um, place. Mm. But however, 
The word of God was in their heart. Amen? Amen. Thy word has, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's God's word. He hid it in our heart. So when we couldn't pray, that word came back. You know, telling us that we're healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Amen. That's in Isaiah. I believe it is. Isaiah 54, I think. By the stripes, we are healed. So it's telling us that even though we couldn't speak verbally sometimes, going through sickness, that the word of God was in our heart. And God brought it, it came out, it came to life. That's how you have to know. You're not going to know. Listen, the Bible that has a, it contains a lot. And, and it's not every scripture I remember. But however, once you read that Bible, there are scriptures, and you know your Bible, there's scriptures that are going to come back to you when you're going through a certain situation. Yeah. And that's why we know it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against power, against rulers of the, of the darkness of this world. Amen. And I don't want to keep, I, I just want you to understand, you know, that that's what we're wrestling against. Amen? The devil. But we don't want to give him any, you know, break. we don't want to give him any, I want to say, um, play. <laughs> because we give all God all the glory. Amen? So we're going to go on to verse 13. Remember, we're in Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to verse 13. So, once again, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. It doesn't say part. You know you have milk, right? So milk comes in different... You want to say you have a gallon of milk. You have uh, half a gallon of milk. You have a quart. I think you have a pint also, right? So, that's different parts. When you, this scripture says, wherefore take unto you the whole arm. That's the whole thing. It's like a pizza pie. You know, I, I love pizza. <laughs> Can't eat it that much anymore, but I love pizza. And I can eat a whole pie. <laughs> I love But however, it's usually cut into maybe six to eight slices, right? So it's, it's pieces, right? And then you share it out. But this is saying, wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God. You take your arm, right? Let me take my armor, the whole thing. You get yours, Pastor. Well, sister, uh, Kimberly, you get your armor. And then we, as ministers, we can fight the devil together. Amen? So it says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. What, days are, what day are we living in now? It's evil. But it's always been evil. But it seems like it's getting more evil, because you know why? Part of it? Technology. Technology. Remember years when we were younger, the kids would go outside and play, right? Yeah. Now they don't play too much anymore. What what are they on? The tablet, the smartphone. And I'm not saying I'm not on my smartphone. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the days are becoming more wicked because yeah. of certain things. Now Things are also used for good, right? But of course, man, 
sometimes, you know, he takes things and he turns it into evil. It's just perception of things. <laughs> but it's saying that ye may be able, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. So we want to put on that whole armor, that whole armor. Yeah. And having done all to and having done all to stand. So you've done all you can to stand. You fast, pray, you've done all you can to stand. So <laughs> having done all stand means once again, you pray, you fast, consecrate. And now you are firmly waiting on the Lord. Amen. So what is armor? So we're going to go to the next scripture. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. First Corinthians 15 and 58. So therefore, my beloved, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So, beloved, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Steadfast, hold fast, stand your ground, unmovable. Once again, you're not going to move. You're not going to let, even if it shook, if it gets shaken a little bit, you're still going to stand. Amen? You're still going to stand to that promise that God has given you. He's going to heal you. He's going to give you a job. He's going to give you a home. And as, minister, as ministers in the gospel, right? When you're ministering in the gospel, when you're telling someone, you hold fast, God is going to uh, take care of it. We have to take that for ourselves also. Amen? As we're telling someone else, because we may be going through some a situation also where we need that confidence, where we need to be uplifted in the word of God. Amen? And the body of Christ should be able to do that. Once you become saved, you should be able to lift each other up in God's holy word. Amen? So it says, also, unmovable, always abounding in the work of, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always abounding, always doing something for God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Even doesn't seem like you're uh, doing something, but the life that you live, right? You're around family members. They're doing such and such and such, you're not. But yet you're still fellowshipping, but you're just not doing Everything that they're doing as far as <clears throat> it could be at a get together where they serve drinks that are alcoholic. You're not going to do that, right? Why? Because they're saying you're holy, right? Amen. You accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You do not want to defile this body that God has created. A Amen. The temple of God. And then it also states here, and we're for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So as we're laboring in the Lord, going back to minister, ministering the gospel, right? As we're laboring, we know that our labor is not in vain. It's not in vain. It's not in vain. We are doing what the Lord has given us to do. Now, it's interesting because 
I'm by nature, I'm a shy person, right? However, for some reason, I've been seeing lately since I've been ministering more, uh, teaching that for some reason, I feel that I'm getting becoming more, and I don't really want to say comfortable, but just delivering the word of God, it's becoming more, are you maybe natural? So sometimes we want to, when my husband, when Pastor Well said, you know, I want you to uh, teach and then I want you to do Sunday service. And I was like, you know what? In yourself, you're like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Amen. I don't want to. I don't want to say. It. I don't want to say. It. But God will give you what to say because you're going to trust Him. It's not you. It's the Lord. It's His word. You have to trust Him. And not only that, I knew that the time was coming. You know, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. But you kept on saying, "Yeah, next month. Yeah, next. Uh, next two months." next year and you know that comes so the word is already in you God has already prepared you right the preparation could be years ago 10 years ago you're getting prepared to minister you're getting prepared you're getting prepared God is prepared and then that day comes that's why you have to be ready the Bible talks about being also ready you have to be ready because you don't know when you're going to be called to say something to minister God's word, rather, for someone else to hear. Amen? It's about hearing the word of God. Hearing and applying. Applying it to your situation. Something that you're going through. Applying it to your life. The word of God. Amen? So let us go to uh, verse 14. We're on verse 14 now, remember? Ephesians chapter 6. I'm going to say it again, verses 11 to 18, and we are now on verse 14. And it says, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and have it on the breastplate of righteousness. There's armor. There we're putting on the, the armor. Armor, listen, that armor, the armor of God, the whole armor, not part of the armor, the whole. In this passage, passage, girt means to bound. So we're bound, you know, we're together. Together in Jesus Christ, the word of God. I'm not talking about bound with a, bound with a situation where you can't come out of. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about where you have a, a, a sin that is binding you up. No, I'm talking about where in Jesus Christ, it's girt. It's girt to be bound in Jesus Christ. In the word of God, where if you are in a situation, you can come out of it. Now, I'm not saying that it's always, it's not easy all the time. It's not easy. It's not easy. Some people, it's years and years and years and years and years and years. And God said, I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to bring you out. One thing about God, God does not go back on his word. It says it in his word. He's not a man that lies, you know. He does not go, he's the mighty, he's a holy God. He's a holy God. He's yeah. a mighty God, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So he's the beginning and the end. He was there before us and he was there after us. Amen. 
You read the beginning. Read Genesis in the beginning. It tells you. Amen. It tells you that he created the heaven and the earth. He created the heaven and the earth. I'm going to say it again. God created the heaven and the earth. So man is doing all these different things. They're trying to face. And we talk about ministering the gospel as part of it. They're trying to get to space, uh, you know, and not being an astronaut now. You know, you, you've seen that, right? You have a mother and daughter team, I think, that went into, um, I don't, they don't go, I don't think, all the way up. But somehow you get to a certain point where I guess you're like in space. I don't know the whole uh, history. But man, is always, it, it, it's like they can't stop. But why is it, you know, why don't you try and fix things that are on the earth? Amen. There are things that are on the earth that need to be fixed in the environment, right? We, there's things that are on the earth. We have, and the air is not that great now. Yeah. Do the thing on earth. So, talking about ministering the gospel, ministering the gospel. We want to be able to help others to bring them to Christ. Amen. Yeah. That's part of it. We want to, that's not part of it. That's the whole, here we go again, the whole armor. So you can rephrase that. That's not part of it. The whole armor of God. Yes. So, once again, living a just and holy life. Amen? And Jesus is the truth. Jesus, he's the truth. He's the way. Amen. To a holy life, to a clean life. And we're not saying that you're not going to move unto perfection, so we can go unto perfection. But that doesn't mean in between, it's not you're not going to make mistakes and errors in order to get unto that perfection. Amen. There's things that you're going to go through in this life because we're still in this flesh. The flesh. We're still in the flesh. All right, so we're going to go on to chat. I mean, verse. We're still Ephesians 6. We're going to go to verse 15. 15. And your feet shod with preparation, with preparation of the gospel. Let me go back to the feet. Let me make sure. Ephesians. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. Amen. And your feet shod with, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The preparation with the gospel of peace. So we must be, you must be prepared yes. to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you must be prepared. It's a preparation. Mm -hmm. It is a preparation. It is. Because you know, we go out there, thus saith the Lord, the Lord did. did you read the did you read the Bible? Did you get that Bible in your heart so you can get out? Did you study? Um, you know, 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Read that, you know, did you study to show yourself approved unto God? A workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Did you do that? So that's a preparation. Right? You can't you stand up in front of the church or in front of anybody. That is a difference when you're just ministering to someone that you meet in the street. Right? Mm -hmm. 
And then, yes, you're going to give them the word of God. Also. But as you say, that's different. But we're talking about when you're delivering a message, God gives you to prepare yourself. Some people don't need to prepare on paper. You know, I do. I have to put things down. Some people are able to just deliver it. But you, they still need the message, right? God will give them a message. He'll give them scripture. So you have to prepare. So it's like, this is what the scripture is saying. And your feet, your feet. Amen. Show with preparation, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. So we go to Romans 10 and 15, and we're talking about the gospel of peace. Because when you're telling others about the goodness of Jesus, that's going to bring peace to them. So it is the gospel of peace. It's going to, and Jesus is peace. Amen. He's peace. So Romans 10 and 15. Romans 10 and 15. And how shall they preach except they be sent? Here we go again. How shall you preach if you be sent? Right? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel, that preach it, the gospel of peace. So that's what you're bringing. You're bringing peace. Yes, God is a God of judgment, but also, in order for you to become saved, you have to know that he will also bring you peace, right? Peace in the midst of what you're going through in your life. And it could be anything. Some people have a more, some people have more chaos in their lives, life than others. And it's the truth. But yet God, he brings about peace in anyone's life, if you let him. Amen? Amen? So it says that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Amen? Glad tidings. Glad, happy tidings. You bring tidings. You come to my Jesus love. You know, you're telling them that God will bring you out of this situation. Or not that. You're showing them love. You're showing them peace. By offering them to take, you know, oh, maybe do you need something to eat? You know, oh, maybe do you need, you don't have enough uh, uh, money to uh, to pay your uh, bills, you know. So all these things, you're talking about the gospel of peace. You know, it's not just, yes, you're talking about the goodness of Christ, but then you also have to show also. Yeah. They may need help, a little finance help. They may need a pair of shoes, you know. Uh, they may, may need a meal, you know. You do have some times where you kind of like, you know, this person may come up to you and they will come up to you all of a sudden. And they, sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Okay. You know. But however, there have been times where my husband and I, we, you know, we have somebody in, that needed help. Uh, it may have been uh, they needed some clothes or something like that, you know. So it's not often, but however, we are in. The ministry of help also, right? So we're supposed to help those that are in need. So the scripture is clearly saying the gospel of peace, right? That how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of feet of peace. You're beautiful. Uh, your feet are beautiful because you're doing what thus saith the Lord. Amen. So we're going to go to 
verse 16. Okay, remember we're Ephesians, right? Chapter 6, and now on verse 16. Above all, take in the shield of faith, wherewithal stand, wherewithal ye stand. Sorry, but something. Above all, once again, above all, taking the shield of faith, where are ye, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Yeah. Above all, the shield of faith, belief. Believing that you know that you're going to go out today and yes, listen, by the grace of God, I'm going to make it back home. You know what I mean? Because these drivers out here, they say in these streets. You know, they say in these streets. Yeah. The drivers out here are crazy. <laughs> the truth. So you you know that you're going to be able to make it home by the grace and mercies of the Lord. Because it's only by the grace and mercy of God. When you get in your car, you pray, or you pray before you leave your home, that he's going to take you to your destination safely and bring you back safely. Because there are some people that they don't come back. It's, it's, it's just the truth. It, they don't. They do not. So we want to trust the Lord that he'll do that for us. Amen. So above all, taking the shield of faith, the shield, that's part of the armor. That's part of the whole armor. And faith is something that is so important. That's an important part of the armor. The belief, believing once again, and knowing that your labor is not in vain. As a minister, as a minister in the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen? Ministering the gospel, your labor is, labor is not in vain. And the shield covers the whole body, right? It does, covers the whole body, which is God's protection from the attack of Satan. You have that shield. You know, you see when they're um, in war, especially way back in some of those movies that they have those big shields and uh, they have them in front of them when the, uh, what are those, the arrows, right? When they're coming, they're bouncing off the shield because <laughs> it's protection. It's protected them. Amen? It's protecting their body so they won't be killed. That's the bottom line. And we know that Satan, his attack can take you out of here if you let if you let him. Amen. So you have to be prepared to be able to fight. Just like I said with wrestling, you know, that's flesh and blood. But this, you're talking about when you attack from Satan, you have to be prepared to fight with the word of God. Amen. We have you have to be prepared to let Satan know where that you're not going to take his mess. And it also quench because the where with ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts. Once again, I was saying arrows, but darts, same thing. When it's getting thrown at you from left and right, you're going through a situation, it's coming from the, the left, it's coming from the right, sometimes it's coming from behind you, sometimes in front of you, it's all over, all over. Just coming all at one time. And you have to be able to to pray for the before some, you know you keep that prayer but you got to be able to be able to the word of God 
quote those scriptures. Quote those scriptures. Quote those scriptures. Amen? And once again, quench means to put out or extinguish, right? So as it's coming, you'll be able to, to put it out, quench it, the word of God, you know. You know, you'll be able to say, God, thus saith the Lord. Amen? You're not going to take anything from uh, from the devil. And just quote those scriptures. You know, by his, by his stripes I am healed. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Thank you, Lord. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue accepts the word of God. Amen. You know, you're just confessing his word. Amen. Amen. We're getting there to the last couple of verses. And we're going to go to verse 17. Verse 17, we're in Ephesians 6, 6 and 17. And the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet of salvation. Here we are, salvation. The helmet of salvation. You know, we're going to put on the helmet. We're going to put that helmet on. We're going to go out there. You know, we, we're trusting the Lord. The, the sword of the spirit, the word of God. Once again, here we go again. No weapon that's come against me shall prosper. Amen. Amen. You know, we're going to quote those scriptures. That just show that self-approved. A workman needed not be ashamed. Rightly deriding the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15, one of the scriptures that you know. A lot, a lot of people quote that scripture, but it's true. You got to know, know the word of God. Know the word of God. And we're going to go to 1 Peter 1 and 25. 1 Peter 1 and 25. First Peter 1 and 25. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word is going to stand Forever, yes. his word. The true, you know, someone was saying, "Well, the Catholic, you know, this person wrote the Bible, that person wrote the Bible." So I'm listening to them. I didn't go into it too much. Sometimes I've been saved a long time. I already know. I know the deal. I know. I know the deal. The word of God is the word of God. <laughs> All right, that's his God's holy word. He gave man inspiration to write it. These are his, you know, it, it's his word, the word of God. Yes. Amen. So, as it's saying here, 1 Peter 1 and 25, right? But the word of the Lord endureth forever. This is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Here we go again. The gospel, ministering the gospel. The gospel is preached unto you. We're preaching unto others. We're preaching to those out there in the live stream audience. Sometimes we have different views, but sometimes we don't know. Actually, they could be watching on, what is it called now? X? They could be watching on that. This is YouTube. So we don't know. 
the word of God is going into the audience, live stream into the world, into the um, audience that is here in the building. Amen? And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. I'm saying it again. The gospel is preached unto you. The word of God. The holy word of God. Amen? Amen. So let us go on to chapter. I'm sorry, we're still, I keep on saying chapter. Because I, you know, I went from verses 11 through 18. So we're on verse 18. Oh, I just want to say something about 17. Salvation by preaching the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Once again, right? So the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So we're going to, we're at verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication of all saints. Amen? So perseverance, what does that mean? To be persistent, right? We're persistent in what we are. We're persistent when we go. We got to go to work, right? Got to get up in the morning. Got to do what we need to do. Prepare. Get dressed. Get in our cars or whatever we take in. Bus, taxi. We're persistent. So why can't we be persistent in the things of the Lord? Right? Amen? Listen, we as ministers in the gospel, we have pastors, we have uh, our own, our, the congregation God has given us. It may, it may only be a few, but yes, yet we still have to get up. Sometimes we don't feel like it now, right? When this flesh, sometimes we don't feel like it's true. <laughs> but we still have to get up. And we have to do it because you don't know who's going to be here. My husband always said, I remember, this was years ago. And I'm, I'm coming to close it. This was years ago. Excuse me. And for some reason, I don't know, I was thinking a little longer than normal or something. He was like, come on, we got to get this. Or I was fumbling around. I wasn't paying attention. And somehow either someone came and we missed them. He said, see, this is why I told you. We have to be at our on our post. We have to be there. We have to. You just never know who's going to come. You never know. You have to be on your post because that could be a soul that, you know, that person could come to be to get saved. You just never know. You have to be on your post. So this is where that's perseverance. You got to be persistent. Supplication means to petition, right? Request or entreaty. Plea. An entreaty. We're pleading. We're requesting, yes. you know, for help. We need help. Oh, Lord, I need help. I'm in this situation right now. For some reason, it's, I'm, it's, I'm having a hard time coming out of it. We're petitioning God. You know, we're asking for help. As a minister of the gospel, Jesus Christ, we are petitioning for those to come unto Jesus, right? We are. What's up? Do you want uh, to uh, <laughs> become saved? No, do you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior? We're petitioning. We're asking. Mm -hmm. 
That's part of ministering the gospel. Amen. It's part of ministering the gospel. Amen, amen, amen. So in conclusion, of course, we never want to end the service without asking, without talking about the plan of salvation. We never want to end. So let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. Let the wicked forsake his way, and, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. So someone, you could have backslid. Return unto the Lord. It return. God is here. Jesus, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Return unto him. And he will have mercy of the rest of the scriptures. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Isaiah 55 and 7. Read that scripture. This means to repent once again. This means to repent and accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Live in a life that is holy before the Lord. That if thou wilt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Romans 10 and 9. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10, 13. So let us pray, let us pray, let us pray. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, repeat this prayer with me. I ask you to come into my life, O oh Lord. I ask you, O oh God, to forgive me for my sins. I accept you as my personal Savior. We talk about Jesus Christ. We talk about Jesus Christ. We're accepted. Or you are accepted. Help me, oh God, to have a get to obtain a prayer life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, oh God. Help me to read my word, the word of God. Oh Lord. Not my word, but the word, your word, oh God. Help me to continue. As I go on, oh Lord, to live a holy life that is acceptable before you. And we ask this, ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 It's truly been an honor to come before you today. We're going to turn the service back over to Pastor Bernard Wells. One thing I can say is that God is still in control. One thing I always say that God is always doing his job. We may not be doing our job, but God is always doing his job. The word of God is never, ever going to change. It's not going to change for me. It's not going to change for you. Somebody's going to come with a hard voice and somebody's going to come with a still voice. My wife is a still voice. I'm the guy that's screaming. <laughs> I'm the guy that's screaming, but she's going to come with a still voice and she's going to give you what that Bible say, whether you like it or not. Amen? But listen, I want to tell you something. People take it for granted that Jesus is coming soon. But he is coming we got so many signs in the sky and around us to show that the Lord is going to return. Don't take it for granted. That the word of God is never going to change. It doesn't matter. I, I was reading that um, China is getting ready to come out with their own Bible. 
You got these other, uh, the gay, you got the homosexual have their own Bible. Everybody got their own, they coming out with their own Bible. You can come out with all the Bibles you want. Uh, you can become, uh, uh, you can come out a Bible for cat lovers. You can come out with a Bible for dog lovers. You can come out with a Bible for people that like to eat dirt. You can do whatever you want. But the fact is, that God's word already is already settled in heaven and it's not changing for nothing. It's already there. <laughs> so I don't they making all these Bibles. They they change it, adding scriptures, some things that they dreamed of, taking out scriptures, they don't like that scripture. There's really nothing we can do about it. It's already settled in heaven. We just make a fool of ourselves. My wife always uh commented about me calling people human. Okay. I want to show you something I'll think about when I was getting ready to serve it. The Bible does talk about others being uh, people. Did you know that the Bible talk, talked about ants, consider them people? Did you know God calls the cookies people? Huh? So we're not the only people that uh, call us humans because we're the worst of the people. We do the work of the people. We destroy everything we touch just about. The coneys don't do that. The ants don't do that. But we do. We can't help but mess stuff up. So we're going to uh, fix the Bible to justify us. So if we have the scriptures in it that make us feel good, because preachers preach scriptures that make them feel good, because uh, it don't want, they don't, they don't want to offend nobody, but I don't care who I offend, because heaven and earth are passed away, God's word never going to pass away. Listen, those of you that's watching this broadcast right now, you need to make sure you write with God. I'm serious. Jesus is coming. And if you ain't right, you're going to be lost. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care what you look like, blah, 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 what ministry you belong to. That's, a, that's irrelevant. What's relevant is that you know Jesus Christ is the first Savior. And that you walk dealing according to God's word. That's what's important. Not being religious, but walking according to God's word. Because see, when you walk according to God's word, you, you know what that word says. That's the difference. But listen, catch us next Wednesday, Wednesday night, 8.15 p.m. for Bible study, and next Sunday at 8.15 for service. Let me pray to y'all before we go. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for those that attended a service today. Oh, God, as you touch every heart, every mind, enemy spirit. I bind a hand of the enemy from hindering them from serving you, oh, Lord God. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you soon.